meet you for a second. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. And welcome back to another week, another day, 30 and still gaming. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? There's pizza insurance now. I just saw it again. Pizza insurance. I, I just saw it again. Domino's is offering pizza insurance. What? Okay, hold on a second. Those of you that don't know what, we, what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live every single Thursday on twitch.tv at 30 and still gaming uh at 8 p.m eastern which by this time with six months from now this whole time thing might be really fucked up for us right because florida is trying to pass a law where we do not change our clocks like phoenix okay meaning no more no more daylight savings no more daylight just, savings for florida we just move it a half an hour and say fuck it and and, and say and fuck it but no we're not doing that we're just Turning the clocks back on Sunday, and then okay, never or, touching or, them again. Uh, well, spring forward. Sorry, we're pushing them forward, and then we're never touching them again, which is going to be miserable because for six months it's okay, right? But then for the other six months, I'll be like, "Well, I'm going live at 8 p.m. Florida Standard Time because there's no East Coast time anymore because it'll be an hour ahead." of what everyone else is unless you're in california then we're four hours ahead of you only for six months of the year except for pensacola pensacola so, doesn't so, know so just say eight ish <laughs> eight ish right <laughs> all right so let's just say eight ish let's, let's talk about this let's talk about this uh domino's pizza insurance no, i want to talk about this daylight savings thing that sounds like a good story <laughs> well I, that's I, all i, I know I, I i've heard a lot of stuff for, about about laws being passed but i didn't hear about that the, when did the that governor well it's not even a law that we get to vote on right that we oh, don't, we get, don't to get to vote. vote? No, gonna we don't get to vote. They're going to decide it. We don't get to vote. The governor uh, gonna, is going we're gonna, to. We're going to. We're going to institute a time change for the whole state, and we're not involved in it. Somebody else is going to say. <laughs> well, no, you you were involved. You you and you voted for the mayors and and for their for your congressmen and stuff. Right? I can vote for time change. <laughs> and they're putting it up for a thing, and our governor governor uh, is going to sign a piece of paper. It's not official yet, but it's gonna be pretty it's gonna be pretty official it's gonna be pretty official um so yeah so florida is going to have a change of time and then we're never gonna change it again like phoenix okay and hawaii because hawaii doesn't do it phoenix doesn't do it and then us we're not gonna do it but this is gonna be weird because florida is broken up into two separate time zones right the panhandle is in central right part of the panhandle just a small piece though come on I, I don't even that. think it is. I think they moved the line over on purpose. Nope, nope. The 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 panhandle is is Central Time, right? So th- if they get hit by it, right? So then it'll be it'll be a three hour four hour difference, right? Because they're not they'll be an hour behind us, and then it's 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 gonna be crazy for a bit. People are gonna be like, wait a minute, but 
there's never ever going to be that uh, we, we lose an hour i couldn't make it to work bro the hour right. time change right. threw me completely that, off that hour thing just completely threw me off right so that's that's that you can't there, you can't use that as an excuse anymore cool thing is we're gonna have more daylight at night for six okay. months of the year uh, let's talk about that real briefly real briefly okay you don't get any extra daylight okay there's no more extra time added to the to the universe well no there okay? is just because you move the clock doesn't change the amount of time the sun no, is no. shining it's it's still 12 hours okay of daylight and 12 hours of nighttime but we're awake now right people go to sleep and it'll be lighter later in the evening right what like in minnesota in, in minnesota well no in minnesota it doesn't get dark till like 10 30 because where they hour. are because they are it's in, the, in the summer in the summer yeah so what's up tweak what's up santos yeah so if they do that though it's gonna be really weird because now you have to plan your trips according to plan because if you don't plan it correctly and you're going to california right or you're going somewhere else your plane is now you're, you're it's four hour trip it's oh a four God. hour it's, trip it's not a time travel you got you guys keep making it like no time it traveling. will be no no it, it will not. be a, it, it will be now if we stay right now it's three hours difference Right now, it's three hours difference. When we spring forward, when we spring forward, everyone springs forward. It's always three hours, right? No matter where we do, it's three hours. But now, Florida's going to stay where they are. So in the winter, when everyone goes back, it'll now be a four-hour time difference between us and California for six six months of the year. It'll be a three-hour difference for Mountain, and it'll be a two-hour difference. That's not how it works. (laughs) That's exactly how it works, Sarge. That's exactly how it's going to work can't just make up you're not making up a time zone all it is is an hour difference that's all it is that's not actually happening no no listen to me listen to me your clock is never going to change everyone else's in the country is going to change meaning it'll be a three hour difference for six months of the year and four hour difference for six months of the year i don't understand how you're not getting this it's not made up this is exactly what it's going to happen the only difference is phoenix arizona and Hawaii will always stay the exact same amount of time from us because we're the three states that are not using a time change. We're sticking with it. Okay. That sounds dumb. Yeah, well, that's what's happening. Florida is changing uh, just like Phoenix, right? So that's what happens in Phoenix right now. If you're in Phoenix, okay, you're in this exact same time zone, okay? You're in the exact same time zone as California. You're on the West Coast. Okay, but for three months of the year or six months of the year, they're a one hour difference. And the rest of the time, they're two hours difference because they don't change their actual time. Or I'm sorry, they're their exact same time and then they're an hour difference. It's messed up. It's messed up. Anyway, let's move on. Um, Domino's Pizza Insurance. Let's let's talk about this Domino's Pizza Insurance. You okay, talk. I've, I, I've I don't watch TV. Commercials. I don't watch TV, so I don't see this commercial. I would like to know what this is, Sarge. Please tell me what the Domino's Pizza Insurance policy is. What they've stated on the commercial. I, I'm telling you, from what I understand, if you're if you go and pick up your pie, not a delivery. I'm going to go pick up my pie. I order a pie. I go pick it up. Why well, don't know? Since you can get it delivered, but they go pick it up. Right. But once they pick it up. By the time, between the time that you pick up the pie and the time you make it home, if something should happen to your pizza, like right, what? like you're I covered, eat it in the car, you're covered. Like, so you get a replacement pie. Like, so wait a minute, wait a minute. We need insurance does, for pizza. Does that like, mean I have to go back and pick it up, or are they bringing it to me like AAA? 
Like I'm in the middle of the road. I have a crisis going on. I'm like, oh my god, my pizza! I hit the brakes. It 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 slid. It's now on top of each other. The cheese is sticking to the top of the box. I'm it, having a pizza ruined, crisis. Right, your, your pizza's ruined. You call them up like pizza's bro, ruined. I'm like, bro, I'm I'm, in, right. I'm instigating my pizza insurance. Got right. The, I stop short. Cheese fell to the side. Right. Around, okay. So turn around. I'm just they're gonna just hand you another pie. So like I have that. to turn around though, and do I have to hand them the other pizza yeah. as evidence? Well, I, I assume you can't eat it and bring it back an empty box. How many times? How many times do you think you could do this before they say no? This is not no, what we're, we're focusing on, bro. We're, we're not we're, doing the focus it. is not on how many times you can actually use it. The focus is what the fuck is the problem that we need to have well, pizza insurance? Well, okay, I want to know. It's a good idea that somebody can't handle their food from the time they pick it up from the door to the time they get it to their house. It's too difficult. So we actually have to have pizza insurance to help the mongoloids get food to their house. Are you? Well, are we serious now? I want to know the people that are actually. I want to know the actual people that are buying the insurance and how much does the insurance cost? I'm sure you're can, paying for it. It's in the price of the pie now. Can can we look at that or automatically? I, I'm it's automatically. Can you drop it? Can you say I, I, I don't want? I do not want the pizza insurance on my on my thing. I don't understand. Is that like is that like when you ask if renting a car? Do you want insurance for this? And like, right. No, do they I'm ask good. me that now I'm when good. I buy a pizza? Covered. I, covered. I, I haven't been to a Domino's pizza in like 20 years, but and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go. But I gotta look this up. I gotta look this up. Let me see what the Domino's pizza. I felt stupid just watching the commercial. I felt my I felt my brain just oozing out of my ear. Okay. Like I'm going. It's one of the top. Oh, it's one of the top. It's a good idea. It's a insurance for my pizza. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this is what it says. Okay, let me let me bring this up. Let me let me bring this up. Okay. Free. It's free protection for the most delicious asset. Pizza accidents happen. That's why we're introducing free carryout insurance on all carryout orders. If damage occurs to your carryout order after you leave the store, just bring it back and we'll make it for free. Bring your entire your entire order back to the store. Make sure none of it is missing. Get a replacement order free of charge. Enjoy your new order and get it home safe. If you're slipped on something slippery, if it rains so much rain, it could cold while I was st- stuck in gridlock. I bake, I braked and it flew. I was balancing on my head and I don't have a grand ba- greatest balance. My dog licked it. A stranger sneezed on it. I tripped on a sprinkler head. My kid sat on it. Birds... Birds thought it was a bird feeder. I was run over by a bicycle gang, and I hit a pothole. That is the insurance. I think it's more of a... Okay. I, I, I think I've gotten to the bottom of it, Sarge. This is a marketing ploy, right? Just to do some crazy... And, and they've done a good job. Because you saw the commercial, and it's made you irate, right? So we are now talking about it. And the marketing campaign has done its job because this is all bullshit. They're just saying I, that they're I'm not going to do order it for free for you. Got insurance. I don't order Domino's but that's, ever. That's what it is. Right. That's, that's what retarded. it is. Retarded. Because I'm not retarded. That's why I don't order Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> so that that that's that's what it is. So uh, yeah, it's just it's just a ploy. Just a is it, Domino's is, pizza is it, ploy. Is it, is it like a ploy like McDonald's reversing its arches to a W? Is it like that? <laughs> well, For National Woman. It's like thing? the ploy. Did you see that? Well, no, it's the, it, it's the it's the ploy. I know I didn't see that. Did they actually do that? Yeah, 
McDonald's inverted their signs for National Women's Day. How did they invert their signs? They had somebody come, had a contractor Wait. come out and change the arches the other like, direction. Seriously, for all I, I the McDonald's. How, I don't know how many of it did it, but they did it. There were some places that did it. I thought it was interesting. McDonald's change signs. Let me see. Yeah. That that's gotta be they did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Double take. Look at this. This is this is interesting. They did it in Pittsburgh and and other other I'm always confused by these these attempts at, at, at wow. nonsense. Look at that. And why is my why is my internet taking a shit? Because that's what it does. We're lucky you can hear me. Every time we try to do anything over here, it takes a shit. That's how this works. Yeah, I gotta get I gotta get someone in here to take a look at this because this is this is bad. All right, so like we're this. still here. I don't know if you guys can hear me on the podcast. Yeah, what I see on the oh, screen now, Mike, is, a, is the McDonald's inverted sign next to a toilet bowl is what I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah is that's that, what is it that, is. Is that, is that, is that yeah. correct? McDonald's is correct. toilet bowl? Is that, that, is, that, is, correct? that is correct. The yeah. McDonald's sign is upside down. What type of money went into this to change the actual arches on top of the actual signs? Like, what in the hell? And they had to do this overnight yeah. somebody had at a, multiple right, somebody, locations had to pay someone to do it i, I i'm confused okay. by stuff like this anyway <clears throat> i i apologize for the shitty quality of twitch but it's still audio and you can still hear us thank god we're not a television show <clears throat> so oh no all if right. you're a television show we might just be in radio be real you're better off right all right, we should just make this a radio thing. That's it. I mean, basically, it is. We'll just first of all, just what's shut radio? off the cameras. <laughs> yeah, first of all, what's radio? What are you talking about? Uh, radio back in the day was this thing that our grandparents used to use to hear things like television. <laughs> it was television for the ears. Um. All right. So the first thing. All right. Now that we got the big topics out of the way, like pizza insurance, <laughs> McDonald logos, re re reversing McDonald's signs. <laughs> And the fucking time difference change that's happening in our state. Cams are a bit laggy, but audio in the middle of the screen are fine. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on with our... What? Apparently my computer's not powerful enough because they've updated something. I, I don't know. Um, I don't care. At this point, you know what we look like. All you have to do is hear what we have to say. I don't, I don't know what I look I like. To, I, I don't believe in I want to talk about. I want to talk about Fortnite. And I can't find the clip, but the people that were in my stream the other night or other day saw what 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 happened. Okay, saw saw that that happened. Uh, what had happened was what had happened was <clears throat> Fortnite. Before I get to that, Fortnite is doing an awesome job. There's 40 million people playing this game. This is the hottest game on the planet Earth. Okay, is it out yet? Like, is it out yet? It, it's not out yet. It's okay, it's still it's still an alpha. Right, it's not out yet. Um, so real quick, Sarge, I'm gonna have to call you back. Call me back, of course. 
Call me back. Of course. Gotta call, gotta call you back. So, uh, oh yeah, much worse. Sergeant, That's better. All right. So, what's going to happen is we're not switching scenes anymore. So we can't show you video because every time I bring up a video, it like fucks up the stream. So we're moving on. So Fortnite is has forty million people playing it. They're constantly updating the PVE and PVP aspects, right? PvP, they're still creating the story mode and stuff for that, so that's what you get there. PvP is a free-to-play mode where they're just selling skins and a, a bunch of stuff, and we, we, we're not going to talk about all that, right? We've talked about that in the past, about how they charge way too much for the skins and stuff. That's not what we're going to talk about. We're talking about what I've come across to see with games like this, and we've, we've touched base on this over the last couple of weeks, alpha games, Right, pre-alpha games, early access games, beta games, all these early type of get in early, uh, pay for it first off, right? Pay for it, help them f- help them fix their game, right? And then when it comes out, it's still broke. So I want to I want to put this together with there's are games out there that you can play for free that you're part of the alpha test and beta tests and all that. I've been a part of Sea of Thieves. Have yet to spend spend one single cent. Okay, the game comes out March twentieth. I have a better experience playing this game. Okay, for the last year than I have paying for early access games, alpha testing games. Okay, <clears throat> and playing D one at full price. Okay, than what these games are doing right now. Now the difference between Fortnite. And Destiny, Destiny was actually released, okay? Fortnite wasn't released. It's still in alpha form, so that's their that's their cover, right? That's their, their base. PUBG, that's their cover, even though PUBG is now released, okay? <clears throat> but it's early access on Xbox. It's, early, it's, it's released on PC. It's early access on Xbox. So what I've noticed with... I haven't played Fortnite in a one month as far as the Battle Royale. I popped it on two days ago. Uh, Tuesday morning I played it or yeah Tuesday night I played it I went in for the first time in a month and I was like okay great I heard they did some great changes they added new weapons they've added new cities new new points of interest in the map they've added a whole bunch of new stuff and I was like oh cool this would be great so I went in to check it out and they did and I'm like oh cool I jump out of the bus for the first time and my 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 screen literally does what our stream is doing right now just pause sticks there for a good five to six seconds and all of a sudden i'm almost near the ground and i'm like what what just happened okay and then i land on the ground and if you land with anyone near you more than five plus people when you hit the ground there's lag so much lag that you can't even tell if someone actually picked up a gun or not or opened up a chest Okay, it, it just makes the sound. The chest doesn't open. The guy moves. He's got a gun in his hand, imaginary gun. All of a sudden, it appears. He shoots you, and you're like, "What? What just happened?" Okay, it's not optimized. It, it seems like it's not optimized. It seems like well, it's not optimized. But even the PVE does this. The PVE does this, and it's terrible. It's the worst part about the PVE experience. Anytime you join a game, it takes four people. You see them in the lobby. Okay, 
and you start the game, and it has a, t- a countdown of two minutes. You join the game. Anytime someone else joins into the game, of the four people that you know that are coming into the game, the game does a complete heart attack, stops, lags, and then pops in. You can't do anything. Like, you're fighting the husk, and all of a sudden, you're shooting them, and you pause. And the next thing you know, you're off the cliff, or you're being attacked. This is happening in the PvP now. Every single time, they're like, hey, we're adding a minigun. We're adding a new jump pad. We're adding a jetpack. We're adding a new uh, magnum. We're adding this. But yet there's stuff that's still problems from day one, starting September 24th or 25th when Battle Royale came out. Okay. They still have the same issues that are happening right now. Okay. And this is a, this is a ploy, right? This is, this is what companies do. Okay. This is what companies do. It's like a magic trick. We've talked about this in the past. It's here's the ball. Here's the ball. Look, what's that over there? Right. And then you chuck the ball away and you're like, oh, look, it's gone. Right. And it's magic. Okay. What they're doing is they're constantly adding content, adding content, adding content, adding content. So you're like, oh, it's okay that there's lag. I'm okay with it because I, I got new weapons. It's not that bad. Right. It's not that bad of lag. Or, oh, I got killed. Uh, it's, it's not a big deal. I'll just, I'll just start another one. I get in the game fast enough. It's, it's so, it's such a, a bad ploy. And this happens, I'm, I'm picking Fortnite because it's the most popular game on the planet right now. All games are doing it. All, every single early access game that is doing this right now is in the exact same place, right? They're, they're adding content and not fixing their shit that's broke. Adding content, not fixing their shit that's broke. Okay, listen. It's it's gotten to the point now where the life cycle of the game happens before the game is actually released. And it doesn't add to the time that the game is going to stay valid. All it does is change the release date of the game. That's all it does. If a game is viable for 18 months and they don't release it until eight months into the actual time they actually open the game up to people, the game is not going to last an additional two and a half years because they fixed it along the way. If people, if multiple, if if large numbers of people are playing an early release game, whether they paid for it or not, that still counts as the game's life cycle. No matter how much right. shit you add to a game, especially Battle Royale now, since this is the new hot topic, and I'm not referring to the store. Okay, this is the new hot topic. Okay, so you're playing the are, game. Everyone are hot loves topics it. in the mall still. We're I don't all, even know if they we're are. We're all involved in it. It's awesome. We're, <laughs> we're gonna, we, we talk about it. We do podcasts about it. We're watching streamers do it. It's awesome. And then when the game finally releases, it's already on its cooldown period because everybody's already been playing it, and we're done with it now because we're moving on. Okay, it doesn't make sense. Okay, it's too easy to take advantage of an early release model. Very few companies are using it the way it's supposed to be used for, which is a small group of people helping developers decide how they want to make the game and optimize it properly. So when it does release, it releases complete and proper. Now we're turning it into the game's out. We're playing it. We're fixing stuff and throwing some more stuff at you. It's all hype train. And then when the game actually releases, most people have already had their fill of it and we're moving on. So what is it? Did the game come out it, or it didn't come out or, or or for that matter, did the game actually exist? If the game's entire life cycle happens before the game is actually released and when the game releases, 
And everyone's like, well, the population base isn't there anymore because we've been playing it for the last two years. And we're right. done with it. So as far as I'm concerned, that's like developer developer abuse of client. Because right. we don't have we don't <laughs> actually have the game. I didn't actually buy it yet. But I actually right. got to play it. But I actually give you money. But it's not out yet. Like Right. 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 Hello. So okay. 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 So what is the difference now? Let me let me let me put this in there. What is the difference between what Bungie did with Destiny One? Okay, and Destiny Two, and 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 what Fortnite's doing, or what Arc's doing, or what Division's doing, right? Like, what is the difference between an early access game and a game that releases but is broke and they and they constantly update it to fix it? Is there a difference? Is there a difference between any of that? Yes, there is, because the game is not out. The game is not out. See, the problem the problem with this is. It throws off all statistical data for the actual game because if if the game is not released, you can't have sales numbers, right? You have people who helped out with the early access. So if the game comes out and then half the people don't buy it because they've already been involved in the early access, it shows poor sales numbers. And then when the sales numbers are released, people are like, well, the game's not that popular because no one's really buying it. Why should I buy it? Yeah, but no, that's not, that's not my question, though. My question is Fortnite is in early access. Uh, Arc was in early access. H1Z was in early, in early access. access. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things are in early access. And and they're constantly updating the stuff because that's what they do. The game's not released. Congratulations, right? you're updating. I got it. Right. Then what? Right. But then there's games like Division and there's games like Bungie's Destiny, Destiny 1, right? We won't even talk about Destiny 2. And we used to always say Destiny 1 was a super beta. That's what we said. And everyone made fun of us. And then when it, it now we look back at it and everyone's like, it was a beta, Right. Because now, now everyone's on the same side as the as as the grand boys over here, right? Welcome, like everyone's oh yeah, over welcome, on the same to side. The party. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, what is the difference between a gold copy of a game going release, full release, and updating the game that's broke, and a broke game that's in early access and they're constantly updating? I don't think there is a difference. I honestly don't think there's a difference because you're paying for the early access and you're waiting for it, and then when you when you when it finally comes out. They're still going to be updating it just like they did if it was early access, right? It, it it never stops. But the problem is they're never fixing it. Early access games never get fixed. They constantly are pushing out. And here we are, right? Here we are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna this is our first rant for the night. Okay. Second story coming in. Division two was announced today, right? Division two was announced. It took them 18 months to fix the first one. Okay. And it's in a nice spot. It was a good game. I'm not saying it was a shit game. It was a good game. That they broke it. They fixed it. They broke it. They fixed it. Okay. Now they released the last 1.8 patch uh, three months ago. It's a it's a good game. It's a good standing game. 18 months, 24 months now. It's been out for two years. Okay. They released the game. They fixed it right before the two year mark. And now they just announced that they're doing Division Two. When when does it stop? Like when it, it doesn't, you accept it. You accept it. You that, accept that, being you accept being the guinea pig for a game that's actually not gonna release. Like an actual release. Like because the developers are taking advantage of the fact that they don't have to have the pressure of when the game has to come out. There's no pressure anymore. Because the entire time it's early it's early access, you've already paid for the game. There's no hype train for the release because we're just right. fucking around with it. And the game has its entire life cycle. Under early release. 
under early release, so, even though it's so, released. So nobody can okay. complain, right? Nobody can complain how broken the game is because it's early release. Nobody can complain how they spent money on something that doesn't work right because it's early release. And you you basically sign the invisible contract that says, yep. I'm giving you money to try but out this game. That the, covers early release. Game, and the whole game lives its whole life not being released. On early access. Oh, yeah, but Division was released. Destiny was released, right? But it took them this long to fix their games. It took two years to fix Division. And then they 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 just they just today, they said we're coming out with Division 2, right? They're going to show footage of it and stuff at E3, okay? Bungie, same thing. They, they just fixed their game. And they're like, oh, Destiny 2 is coming out, right? It's like... I don't I, I don't even think there, there's a difference anywhere between early access, pay early access, and get the game when it releases because it goes into the exact same state of what Division and Destiny did, where it's constantly going to be updated. So there's no difference. It, the line is completely blurred. But I'm telling you the difference. The difference is the pressure is completely off the developer. You can't have hate mail coming in for you 24-7 about how the how broken your game is when the, the entire game's life cycle is in early access. There, there, can't, then, be any, there here, can't be any hate reviews. There can't be any hate then, mail. There can't be any uh, 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 hate podcasts about, look at this piece of shit. I can't believe that they released this game. Oh, no, so, no. Okay. I'm sorry, Zark. They didn't release the game. You can't be mad. Right, they didn't release right, it. Right, you can't be mad. It's it. Well, don't buy IGN, it then. It's an early access. Then don't buy it. Right. IGN can't review it. GameSpy right. can't review it. GameSpot can't so, review it. Not released yet. Right, you can't give it an official review. You can give right, it like no a preview, scores. an overview, right, no but you can't scores. give any kind of score out to it. So okay, so what's what's then what what then happens? Oh, man, I just I, I had a topic on the top of my head to continue this. Um, Loaf of bread, container of milk. Yeah, no, no, it'll it'll come back butter. to me. It'll, it'll it'll come back to me. Like it, it's just so. Like, they're just getting everyone just used to it. Oh, here's what it is, right? If it's an early access, you can't review it. You can't, you can't do anything. So you're just like, whatever, okay? And then when they, when they do release something, okay, and it's free to play, okay? Now, if it's an early access and free to play, or it's released, but it's free to play, if it's broke, okay, but it's free to play, they're like, well, if you don't like it, it's free to play. It's no big deal. Right, it's no big deal. And then if it's early access and it's free to play, they're like, "Well, it's free to play and it's early access. If you don't like it, don't play it." Right, right? Or, or, or the or the creme de la creme the or the creme de la creme early access free to play with microtransactions, which is Fortnite, which is Fortnite. Right? But, right. but microtransaction doesn't. It's not out. Right. We're charging you nickels right. and dimes the whole time we're fucking around with it, and so we're gonna make right. our money regardless. Regardless what happens, <laughs> we're making the money. For, the game could be a pile of shit. What happened to the days? Well, they're still here because there are games that are early access right now that are closed alphas, closed betas. And you actually get to play the game that's broke, but you help the developers fix it and it's for free. And there's no microtransactions in it because you're a game tester and you're helping them improve their game. There's certain companies that are doing it right and then other companies are doing it wrong. And I don't care what anyone says. When you're in early access... I don't think you should be charging anything because if you want your game fixed and you want to run it through the mill, because obviously releasing it to the public, you're going to get a lot more data than you would if you were doing it in-house. Yeah, great. You're getting some data. How much data do right. you need two and a half years later, four and a half years no, later? No, no, no. Yeah, but but you're talking about – I'm talking about Fortnite in general right here. They've been out for, for six months, right, seven months. I'm, I'm saying to you, like, for instance – 
Uh, people have been playing Sea of Thieves for two years, some people, in, in the early access, or I'm sorry, in the closed alpha, right? Where other people are just getting in for like three months. H1Z one's in early access and has never been released, right? It's never Arc been a release. It's never Arc been was in early access for three years before it released, right? Like there's there's games out there that are that are early access that are in there for for years and years and years, and then there's other ones that are out there. But the the problem is that if companies are there's so many different avenues they can do it. They can do a Kickstarter, uh, fund me, GoFundMe, whatever, right, to make the game originally, right? And where's, then they get that, and then where's they where's the product? Where's the product? Right. Right. It's it's an idea. You're 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 buying into the idea, right? And but and then you play the shit out of it for a year and a half, two years until it releases. And then when it finally releases, you're like, I'm done with this game because you're on you're on to the next early access game or you're on to the next game that's coming out, right? And you're done. You're done with the game before it actually releases. It's it's very weird and it's a it's a win win ba- for the developer and not a win Correct. for us. This goes back to my whole point of the whole conversation is Early access games are killing the game industry slowly but surely, right? Because there's no, there is, you just said it, there is no downside for the publisher anymore, right? Like if I want to start a business, right? If I want to start a business, I want to open up a gas station, or I want to open up a deli, or I want to open up a, a coffee shop, I have to go out and get a loan, or go to the bank, or find an angel investor, or find someone that's putting their ass in the line for their money and then putting it on me the publisher, right? Or the developer, right? They're the publisher. I'm the developer, okay, to make this coffee shop. And I got to put my ass in the line and work my ass off to open up that coffee shop, put all that money out there, okay? And then open my doors and then start making money and then slowly paying back my investors, slowly paying back my stuff. Game developers don't have that anymore, right? They're, they're getting investors, okay? But they're also getting us, investors that don't get any shares of anything that are going into the company. Thank you. Right? So the investors that they're getting the money from, okay, are getting their money back super fast, okay, which is a win-win for them. Bravo, great business, capitalism at its, at its finest, okay? But for the people like us, the players, the gamers that are putting money towards... Yeah, they just milk us. They're just going to milk right. you. Or you're going right. to milk you like this? Can you milk me, Greg? Right. Milk. Right. Milk the consumer. Right. That's it. That's it. So, so there's but no downside up. as wake being up. a game developer. Wake there's up. no downside, okay? Because then, if the game blows or sucks, okay, or, they've already got they, their money, or they just keep saying we're working on it. H one Z one. I'm talking oh, we'll to you. It. We'll get it for you. Mark, I'm talking to you. Right. Well, so, we'll so then what they do it. is, so that, which which they will, right? They still work on it. So what they do is they take a small group of people, okay, and they fix the game while the rest of the people go on to another game, right? And they're like, hmm, we have an idea. What do you want to make? Uh, I don't know. How about a space shooter game with aliens with uh, that transform into like robots and stuff, like transformers. We can sell that. Can sell that. Somebody, make right. up, uh, somebody make up a vid commercial right. for us and we're going to sell some gamers on it. Right. Let's let's make a trailer for it. Let's show it at E3. Let's get people hyped. Let's get an emailing list going. Who people want to sign up early? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what kind of what kind of let's see what kind of buzz we're getting on this game to see if this game's not even made yet, right? And then they think it's coming out soon, but it won't come out soon. We'll just tell it's coming out. Uh, oh, it was delayed. It was delayed. Right. Arc had a going project that they showed. Right. They had from concept to built in seven months an actual game to play. Okay, from concept to build that you can actually play early access, 
got the money from the people, paid 30 bucks for a game that was ma- built seven months prior. Okay. And then they worked on it for its whole, the, the, for two years, almost three years before it released. And they're still fixing their shit that they never fixed in the very beginning. There's a problem. There's a problem with the industry and the people that are, are us. And when I say people, we're included, right? Because I have early access games all over the place, right? Early access all over the place. I've been playing early access games since Minecraft came out back in 2011, right? Maybe even earlier than that, I think, I, when I first started playing. There's a problem with video gamers, us, the people, that are taking this and accepting the fact that what it is, right? We're okay with it because we're getting games to play, but we're not really getting full-fledged games because the games are not complete. The games are broke, but we're okay with them being broke because it's not uh, released yet. The, the good outweighs the right, the good it. outweighs the bad, and the potential of them fixing it is much greater than not fixing it. Right, and the downside is, well, if you don't like it, don't play don't it. Play it. Right. Well, that's not that's not an answer. That's that's the problem. Right. The problem is if you play it and then you're showing them that there's viability here, then they're going to keep doing the exact same thing over and over and over again. And they're never going to make a complete and utter game. I'm super excited. I'm super excited for Sea of Thieves to come out. Sea of Thieves. I've been, I've been play testing it for a full year. Okay. When it releases in less than just over two weeks. Okay. 10, di- 10 days, Is it 10 days, 12 days in 12 days. Okay, a little less than two weeks, the 20th, okay? When it releases, it's a full-fledged game. The stuff that they want to implement on day one will be in the game day one. Now, it's a live game. It's a live, it's a live, it's a live game. So they're constantly going to be putting stuff in and taking stuff out. But the game works. And the best part is you didn't pay anything for it if you were in early access. You played the game and you know what you're getting, right? When it releases, you can pay ten bucks for annual for for Game Pass, and you can try it out, right? You can try for fourteen days if you don't sign up now. Wait for the game to come out, pay for the game or pay for the pass fourteen day trial. You get fourteen days to try out the Game Pass and to try the game out free. That's the way it should do. That's that's the way it should be done. It should be done where the game actually releases, and then they can fix it if they need to, but they shouldn't have to fix so many things. This is another thing. When a game comes out, yes, there's updates and patches that stuff is broke. They need to get this stuff fixed before release. Like, can you imagine if Zelda and them? Yeah, but I'm sorry. Are games so complicated now that we can't release a finished product? Is that is that what you're trying to explain to me? It's it's there's just, no, no such it's thing time. as releasing. A, there's no such thing as releasing it's, a game it's, that's actually done. It's a forever it's, updating patch process now. For that's how well, difficult the problem is, is if it's if it's early access, they want to get their money faster before the game's even done to get their investors' money, and then on the on the actual side where the games are actually being completed, they're being pushed out early because they want to get their investors their money back. That's what it is. It's the time restraints. The way the way it's being Look described. Look at Low Man's is, Sky. The way the way that it's being described, though, is there's never a game that's finished. Everyone can release Let's a game look. in any condition at all, and they can just promise you fixes and patches later on down the road, and then you have to accept it one or the other. Well, that's No it. Man's Sky, when No Man's Sky came out, No Man's Sky it the the was eight months after it released they finally fixed it and put everything in like if they didn't have time restraints and sony didn't push them to release it early if if he just 
got to release the game when he wanted to release it, it wouldn't have gotten the shit that it got, right? Because the game now, No Man's Sky, is basically what this vision was, but it took too long to hit, right? And because the investors and Sony, the publisher, was like, you need, you need to get this game out now, right? You've been sitting on this for six years. We need to make some money off this. The investors are very unhappy, blah, 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 right? And if he's just like, he's like, I just need... I just need six more months. No, you don't have don't, six more they months. They don't care. Right. Right. Investors right. and publishers will shit on IPs all day long if it doesn't meet their right. criteria. EA, and so EA we're going to have, have tons of IPs that have great potential but are completely flushed down the toilet because they want to keep just releasing stuff unfinished. Right. And that's where we right. are. So that's why games as a live service is such a great thing for them now because you're paying as you, you're paying as you go. Microtransactions at all. So it doesn't matter if the game sucks or not, because as long as they make their money in the big end, they don't care if the IP burns burns to the ground. They'll just they'll just wait for right. somebody else to come up with another right. IP that they can shit on. So, so let's see. What's IP, IPs have been destroyed now? Let's see. Um, hmm. The Star Wars IP's been destroyed. Uh Destiny's been destroyed. Metal Gear Solid's been destroyed. Uh let's see, what else has been destroyed? Uh No Man's Sky's been destroyed. Uh, we're really close for Star Citizen to be destroyed, depending on how how badly they want to actually fix that game and actually release it to the people who want it to be there. But it, it's just it's a wasteland of brilliant IPs buried under a pile of 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 just nonsense because they want their money. They want right. their money. That's it. So it doesn't matter. The art doesn't matter anymore. Period. Thank you, Titanfall Brainchild. Yeah, you're good. Cod, say, here we go. Now let's start. Let's start the waterfall. Right. Here comes the, here how, comes the waterfall you, of. Yeah. You, see, you see what I'm talking about? The IPs don't matter. You love your game, doesn't fucking matter anymore because now I'm gonna make the money. We're gonna make our money back. Fuck the IP. We'll just wait for the next IP to come down. Well, apparently they believe that there's an unlimited supply of these fantasy, the, not not actually generic fantasy, but. Fantasy IPs waiting to be discovered in this mine that they're gonna mine out all the gold and they're gonna you think you think IPs are easy to come by that you're gonna just pull one out of your ass and get one that the I, people want to stand behind and want to play it. I would they, love. I don't want to nurture any more IPs. Be, look, look what's going on, guys. Look what's going on. Look what's we, going on. We can't, we can't, we can't do stuff like this because we're not big enough. But I, I wish somebody out there could band together the gaming fan base right and when like a new game comes out right this is what happens right so let's say what's the next game that comes out that's that's uh well, fuck it we'll just say sea of thieves right sea of thieves right sea of thieves comes out on i, I don't want to do this to sea of thieves because sea of thieves is actually a good game i'll, I'll say a different game because i don't want to use this example i feel bad for them uh god of war right god of war comes out at the end of this month okay and nobody buys it on day one there's no pre-orders. Nobody buys it. Nobody buys nothing. Day one sales show up and they're like, all right, let's let's see what we made. And they open up the thing and they're like, what? refresh, refresh, refresh. What, what no, happened? We're, we're all Wait, waiting for the review. There's no sales. We're all waiting for the review. Right? So, so now the weekend passes, nobody bought the game. The first week passes, nobody bought the game. Right? And they're like, what happened? They have to go on sale. They would have to put it on sale. Instantaneously, they have to put it on sale. Right? Because no one's buying the game. Right, they would have to change the strategy that they're doing because it's all about, it's like it's like movies, which I don't understand why movies or why games are like movies because games are out and out and out and out. Where movies are in theaters and then they come to DVD and then they got when a video game comes out, 
it's out, right? It doesn't matter if they make the sales on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, three weeks, four months, six months from now. I mean, Grand Theft Auto is the biggest, one of the biggest top selling games. And what did you think? They're like, they didn't make this much money on day one, right? No, they made this gigantic money over f- almost five years now, three years, four years. Like, I would love to see an example of a next AAA game that's going to hit the market and then nobody shows up to buy it. And it just goes completely dead. And everyone's like, well, I don't get it. Is this game shitty? Why is no one buying it? And then, then the developers are starting to think, wait a minute. We have all this money in it. Why isn't anyone buying this game? And then that's when we show them. Fuck you. You're not doing this shit anymore to us. Okay? Like, they have to stop doing this. We have to stop doing this as a society. But it's not. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So too, too many Tide Pod kids. It, it, right. Too many Tide right. Pod kids. You, you don't believe that what you do works or doesn't work. You just exist. You're not seeing how, how, how you guys are actually treating your hobby. And, and, and this is where we are now. We're, we're, in, a, we're in a wasteland of, of poorly, of brilliantly, 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 I can't even speak, brilliantly thought of IPs shit on and destroyed because they didn't hit whatever sales goal they wanted. So you're going to just destroy it and throw it to the ground. Like, I don't understand. Why, why are we taking these brilliant IPs that we've, we've been playing over the years and just shitting on them? Like you don't you don't allow the game to develop, you don't allow you don't allow developers right. to push the game all the way through that that they want to because you're you're under deadlines and what investor pressure or whatever else. But if as soon as it doesn't make what you want it to make, immediately in the trash can. And I'm talking to you, EA. Okay, I'm talking about you executing developing squads for the last five or six years. So what 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 are, we're just we're we're supposed to hope for the best. And expect right, the worst. Right. That's that's where we are now as gamers, right? Well, they're going to come out with some good games. Stop being so cynical, Sarge. They got good games coming down the pike. Why don't you guys line up and tell me all the good games that are supposedly coming out? What what's coming out that you everyone's hoping and hoping and breathing? This is going to be the one. Everyone's doing single, the same thing. This well, is going to be the one. Okay, so see if these is going to be the one. State of the K is going to be the one. God of War is going to be the one. Spider Spider Man. Spider Man is going to be the one. Right, the, the Last of Us. They're, the, but there's a difference between single player games and the live service games. The live service games is what bring down the the market, right? Single player games for the most part don't affect the multiplayer, right? So if God of War comes out and there's a bug, they'll they'll do a patch and fix it, right? Yeah, but, but if there's but because a, it's a single player game, they have to make sure the game releases proper, not release it broke cor- and wait for the patch. Cor- correct. But what I'm saying is if but if a single player does have a problem they'll patch it and then it'll fix it and then people can go back and play that game later where if it's a multiplayer game where it's constantly live like a like if it was a world of warcraft or if it was a uh you know a red dead redemption or you know gta online or sea of thieves or state of decay destiny destiny 2 Fortnite, when they're constantly online okay and they're constantly or arc if they're broke there's people always online playing it. They can't just be like, well, we'll fix it later and everyone will be fine. No, they're constantly playing that game. So that's what's bringing down the market. The, the, the problem with the games is not single-player games. It's the multiplayer games. So there could be the one game. Like Breath of the Wild was an uh, amazing game, right? There, there are single-player games. Mario Odyssey was a great, fantastic game, right? Yes, they're both Nintendo games and they both were actually good, right? 
Last of Us was a great game. Uh, Uncharted was a great game. Like, I can't remember playing Uncharted and going, oh, this is fucking broke. I can't play this game, right? Like, uh, the new game coming out, No Way Out, the 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 co-op game where you can play the two brothers or whatever, and they're, and they're the, that looks like a fun game, right? It's not always online. So if there is a glitch or a bug, they can do a patch to fix it. Where if it was an online, always online game, and it was just broke, you're like, well, this is stupid. It's broke. That's the difference. So I want to make sure that what Sarge is talking about it's not all games. It's live games and, and such. It's not It's not just, you know what I mean? All right. So I want to I wanna go to the, the chat real fast. I don't think Rockstar has ever fucked up any game, uh, Dark Soldier. So I don't think they're going to destroy Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, they there's no one touching Rockstar when it comes to, to story and the amount of detail and love that they put into their games nobody i mean you could look at last of us and say they came close uh the uncharted series came close but nobody's doing what rockstar is doing rockstar has never ever put a shitty game out yeah but i don't believe that they're gonna have the same success in red dead redemption 2 as they did in gta 5 because just of the sheer amount of stuff that you can purchase microtransaction wise the shark card i don't think the items that uh, you get over the period of time that they've been releasing stuff, you're, you're, you're talking about the online. Yeah, I don't see how that can that that the old West version is going to be as strong as I, I agree. I, I agree because how many how many, how many horses are you buying or you how many buy in the old West? Right, that's the same. Right, right. Like a white horse, a like, black you, horse, like, a cool dude, looking like horse. Like cars, what about different horses with different colors on them. I'm getting a calico right, and horse. carriages. Right, like, right. What are we doing? Like you buy maybe houses and stuff, but there's less stuff to purchase there. However, right? Rockstar's made enough money in their microtransactions to make. I, I don't want to use the wrong term here, but they could make a Destiny ten times over, a game like Destiny oh. ten times over if they wanted to, with the amount of money. Oh, that I would they love make. if. With the money, I, that I would they love make. if they. No, no, yeah. I'm just saying. Dollars to donuts. Like how much money was spent on the game? How much money they made from microtransactions? If you look at the numbers. If you know how much money they spent on developing Destiny, and then you look how much money they made on microtransactions, Rockstar over the last five years, they could make a, they could make a game ten times bigger than Destiny, with the amount of money that they made. If you're doing dollars, to I don't. I I think Santos, it's pretty much safe to say that Red Dead Redemption Two will outsell Grand Theft Auto on initial sales, um, because every Grand Theft Auto that's come after the last Grand Theft Auto has sold more than the previous Grand Theft Auto, right? Like four was the largest. They've ever made. And then five was the largest they've ever made, right? Well, I'm sorry. Four was Possible. the largest. Then Red Dead. Uh, then Red Possible. Dead beat that. And then Grand Theft Auto Five beat that. So there's no way that sales numbers week one will definitely beat. Uh, will beat uh, Grand Theft Auto Six, but hands down. Possible. It depends on no, what no, what, what they do. No, no. no, they're, no. They're, I'm talking about initial sales. I'm Rockstar, talking about initial sales. Rockstar is in high esteem. Everybody believes still in Rockstar that they will release I'm, a proper product. I guarantee yes. you, first of all, the online will not be on day one. We know this already, right? The online world will not be there on day one. Has never been there day one for Grand Theft Auto. When it, uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 came out and then they had an online ability, that was two weeks to a month later. When Grand Theft Auto 5 came out and online, online what a, was broke. What a cluster. It, 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 it's, it, it started a week after or two weeks after and it was broke for another week and a half, two weeks after when it was supposed to be released, right? Online is not going to be there because why? Rockstar didn't spend all the money 
with all the story and the voice actors and all that stuff to put the game out so you go play online right away. They want you to play the story. They want you to dive into the thing, and they're going to give people a chance to do that. So I guarantee you the online will not be active when it first comes out. It's just not. It's just not. Um, And they'll release that later, right? So by just going the online, okay, right, give us time to play the, the story. So when it releases, everyone's buying it for the story are buying it for the prequel to Red Dead 2. So the sales numbers in my head will definitely beat Red Dead Redemption 1, and they will also beat Red Dead Red, uh, Red uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. Hands down. There's no doubt about it. Every game that they've come out with has always beat the predecessor of the, of the one before. Um, this is not going to be any different, right? People are waiting and they're foaming at the mouth for it to come out. Um, and then I want to talk about Battlefield 1. I don't think Battlefield 1 ruined... Uh, the Battlefield series. I we're gonna play it tonight. I love it's not, Battlefield it's, One. It's not, it's not about being ruined. It's about how the gameplay is as opposed to Battlefield Three and Four. Okay, right. There's well, a lot it's, it's more. Difference. It's World it's, War One. No, understandable. I'm not talking about the time frame. I'm talking about the mechanics of the game and how it's played. It was more squad based, team based, tactical in Battle Three and Battle Four. Right. In, right, battle, in right. Battlefield 1, it's more of this hodgepodge craziness, it's, actual it's, chaos of battle where everybody's yeah. just kind of running everywhere and no one's really tactically doing anything. It's basically uh, well, like when you well, see a tank, like nobody's going, hey, there's a tank. Let's do anti-tank and let's take it down. Everyone's just kind of like just crushing over top of people. That's what it is. Here's what I want to say about that. It's it's perfect for the time frame, Right. Because if you think about it, World War One, okay, chaos. it was chaotic. There was no like, okay, we're, there was no t- tacticalness of going on. It was just mayhem, and they've captured that moment in Battlefield One, perfect. When World War Two came around, okay, there was more tactical stuff happening in, in the in the real war, in real war, okay. And Battlefield Three and Battlefield Four are modern day shooters. Well. Anybody in the military right now is super tactical, right? Like they're moving together as squads. They got each other's backs. And that's what it felt like when you played three and four, right? So for us to look at Battlefield 1 and go, well, it wasn't as crisp and and stuff like that. They did that on purpose because Battlefield 1 is mayhem because it's World War 1. I'm pretty sure if we had uh, a, a Civil War game, okay, that... You wouldn't be able to run around and do everything. You'd be like, got to line up. You got to put the thing in. You got to stand on a straight line. You got to shoot. Now march forward, right? Like, that's what you would have to do. Okay, so, okay, like, well, the transition, I think they did it perfectly for the transition of, of the time period of the, of the place. But the transition happened where they got rid of the fact where the vehicles were there, like a motor pool, and you go select your vehicle and drive away, like a Jeep or a tank or a helicopter right, or whatever right. else. <laughs> now you have this thing where the vehicle's not there. The timer expires, and you pick the vehicle, and then the vehicle spawns with you in it, okay? I really—honestly, I really don't like that mechanic. They did it because they didn't want people stealing other people's vehicles is the whole idea because the entire Battlefield series was the same way. Get an airplane, fly over, drop them off on the the enemy motor pool, and steal their tank. That way you have more tanks than them, and so you can dominate the area better. Well, all you had to do was turn off the ability to jump into an enemy tank. That's all they really had to do. Leave me my motor right, pool. Right. Let us decide who wants to get the vehicles and who wants to team up instead of this giant 
I, I pick the vehicle when it's time. Like I can never pick the vehicle when I want to because I if, if I, I don't like sit, that. If I were to sit in the loading screen and I say, I want to be a tank today, do you know how long I have to sit in the loading screen waiting for the tank right. to appear instead of just waiting right, at the mobile have, pool for the tank remember to the, spawn remember and the jump days, in? Remember the days, though, of Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4? You're, like, waiting for the helicopter. Someone pops in. The helicopter, everyone runs towards it to jump yes. in. And then, but that's part and you're of like, the game. You're like, ah. But that's part of the game. It does, it's not, a, it's not a, a negative influence to the game that was ruining no, the game no. for everybody. No, it was. No. You, I want a tank. You're st- if, 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 if a bunch of guys are standing in the motor pool, these are the guys that want the vehicles. That's how it worked. Well, right. But then there's the people that were waiting for the vehicle that want to try the vehicle. And then there's the people that are really proficient with the vehicle. And they're like, yes. oh, God, look at this no, noob no. getting in the vehicle. No, it doesn't matter. But the difference <laughs> is this. If I'm at the motor pool waiting for the vehicle to spawn and the vehicle spawns and we all run to it and get in. Once the vehicle leaves, the guy who's already active doesn't wait around for the vehicle to come up. He actively right. now participates in the game. Whereas if I'm waiting for a tank now, I'm just in the load screen waiting right. for the tank the load to come screen. up. And I'm not helping the right. team no, at I all. Agree. I'm I agree. Waiting. I agree. Okay? I agree. That's, that's not how it's supposed to be. Give me the motor pool. Let's go back to the motor pool. And, and leave it alone. The whole vehicle spawn thing, it fucks with me all the time. Because it, it, once again, the crybaby started. Well, the play keeps coming over, and he keeps strafing us. Fact. And yeah. Keeps strafing us, and we can't uh, get into play. And he, he can't get it. Like that's I, how, how it works. It's tactics. The guy decides I'm going to keep you off the air by bombing this shit out of your airfield. That's the point. And now, how how do you combat that, Jared? You little crybabies. How do you? Well, I'll right. get on the AA gun that's at the airfield right. and wait for them right. to come over and defend the airfield so I can get our planes in the air. It's called tactics. Not crybaby shit where I push the button, what I'm I, in an airplane. What I hate, what I hate though the most is when you get in an airplane, you're automatically in the airplane. It's already flying. Like I want to get on the ground on take a runway off. and fucking take off, take off. Right. I hate this fact that you're in a plane and boom, you're in the, you're in. Right. Because wanna, the difference between the other guys can't get in the air. You can't get in the air. Oh, that I used to play with helicopters. I was such a good helicopter pilot. In Vietnam and Battlefield Bad Company 3, Battlefield 3, and then Battlefield 4, I would literally just sit above as a helicopter, and then people would just spawn in and then parachute down. I was like a mobile spawn point. And anytime time someone would shoot me, I would take that helicopter and fly underneath the bridge and then come back up and then and just keep doing my thing. I love I miss I miss I do miss helicopters. I love helicopters. Uh the jets I wasn't very good at. I wasn't yeah, very good at the Jets. The, the being able to spawn on anybody again, as opposed to just the squad leader, that has to go back. I think it shouldn't be anybody. W- it should be squad leader. That's the whole point of the tactics of the game. Right, of the squad. Right. I, I'm the leader. I don't want to die because I want to make sure my guys can keep spawning on me and we move forward. Right. Not that I can spawn right, on anybody at any time. I I, I could have. I, I used to love when I played with you during those times because you would always. Sarge is very tactical. We're all whole group that we played with is very tactical, right? And every time, if three of us died and the commander was still alive, which usually was Sarge, right? Sarge would hang back. He'd sit there and go, uh, three guys over here. There's two guys in the towers. There's over here. Spawn on me. I'm, I'm, I'm clear. And then the whole group would sit there. We'd come back in, and then we would move forward again, right? And then if one guy died, we would all stay together, right? And, and make sure that he could catch back up or whatever. I loved it. This is like, I'm dead. Like, me and him play. You'll see it tonight. We'll play, right? I don't just sit back and camp. I run around. But it's hard to stick with your, your person because it's just chaotic. It's just chaotic as you as you play. 
But uh, yeah, speaking of Battlefield, Battlefield Five is is rumored, right? And a uh, five. It's v. V. V5. V. I personally think it's a code. I don't think it's the actual name of the game yet. Um, I think it's just a, a placeholder for, for the game because, hear me out now, hear me out. I know all the rulers are against me, right? And everyone thinks it's a World War II game and it's Battlefield Bad, whatever, World War II, Battlefield Five, whatever it is, okay? I'm sticking with it. I'm staying with it. Bad Company 3 is coming out. That is the placeholder name because they do not want it to leak that it's Bad Company 3. I'm telling you, I, I just have a feeling it's been eight years, okay, since we had a Bad Company game. I know it's been longer since we had a World War II game, but I just, I don't know why. It's in my gut. It's at Battlefield, Bad Company 3 is coming out, and this whole V5 whatever is just a placeholder because think about it. I think they're going to go back to modern, especially since Call of Duty's with World War II. I just don't see it happening. I just don't see them happening with World War II just yet. I think they have to get off the same base of whatever whatever's happening. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 has been announced, and that's about all the news talk we're going to talk about it because <laughs> I, I don't really care. I hate Call of Duty series. I think it's some of the biggest. I think it's the Madden football of first-person shooters. Okay, Absolutely. I think it's just a rehashed, change whatever, put it back in the game, uh, and then sell it as new. That it was in number one, but now it's in number four, and it's the same shit over and over. No. And I know people will be like, oh, I love black Call Call of Duty stuff. No, sir. Personally, I've always been a Battlefield guy because I, like I like the squads. I like the maps. I like the vehicles. Uh, you get none of that. You get none of that. You have no freedom to do anything in Call of Duty. It's a it's a rail shooter, basically, is what it is. Yeah, Call of Duty is absolute trash on this. I'm I'm usually non-biased over everything, but Call of Duty for some reason I I can't be non-biased. Well, I have to be I'll biased one hundred percent. I'll tell you why. I, I agree with you one hundred percent. And it's not because I want to hate it because you hate it. It's because I've been alive the entire time Call of Duty started, and I've watched the degradation. Yeah, yeah. I've watched the degradation oh, of the game. Me- from the beginning i used to love yeah, call me, of duty the beginning right they call did an of duty? awesome story they had an awesome yeah. concept of what it was going to happen and the multiplayer was like a a more of a tactical type thing not that just here's a here's the giant dome welcome the thunderdome and let's see how many kills we can get in a row so i can bomb right. you with my helicopter like modern warfare modern warfare is where it all started about the kill streaks and then the kill death ratio shit happened and then it just kind of all went downhill from there. I played up until I played every single Call of Duty from the original Call of Duty up until Modern Warfare 3. When Modern Warfare 3 came out, I was like, I don't know what's happening to this game. It's like all of a sudden I had a realization. I was like, this is the same shit over and over. The single player story was okay. But that's not where the game lies. The the lies in the in the PvP after the fact, and it's the same shit. Uh, it was just a, a stagnant game, and it's always been stagnant ever since then. I love Call of Duty One, Call of Duty Two. Like the World War Two games were some of my favorite games of all time. Okay, before they even kept track of hours, because when you told someone in the in the in the old days that you played a game for a hundred hours, they're like, "What's wrong with you?" Now it's like. 
you look at someone, you're like, how many hours you got? I got a thousand. Oh shit. I'm, I'm way behind. Like it's, it like shifted somewhere where like the more, the more badass you are, not more of a waste of a time that you've, you've spent on a video game. You know what I mean? So the call of duty games, I used to, I used to play the crap ton out of those things, but I never paid attention of how many hours it'd be like, how many hours you got? I don't know. Uh, three years. I don't, I, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like I have no idea. Um, so the black ops is not really a, big for me really don't care about that stuff a game i do care about it's coming out they've they've announced it i talked about it a little bit on the little small little show that i do on monday wednesdays fridays that we still don't have a name for so make sure you show up on mondays wednesdays fridays at 9 a.m tomorrow morning we have a show i don't have a no i don't have a name for my show yet i'm trying to figure out one um state of decay 2 state of decay 2 i'm looking forward to this so much yesterday on my morning show I turned on State of Decay 1 because uh, Blue Ranger came in and it's like, I never played it. And I was like, what? I was like, let me show you what you can do in this game because he didn't know what it was. So I just turned it on and I showed how big the map was and I, I was talking about what you had to do in the game, right? I was like, just to patrol this one little house area, right? That could take hours, right? Because you have to go there. If it's nighttime, their hordes are out. If it's daytime, you're still a little spooked because you're by yourself. You really don't have that that co-op. And I feel like now, with State of Decay 2, with the co-op, okay, I feel like this ease. You feel a little more more secure. Yeah, a little bit more secure that I have people watching my back, okay? And then fun ensues based on, I thought you had my back, you know what I mean? And there's, I I got bit, and then you, you can lose a character, and you can lose your character, Sarge, if you come into my game, and if I bring my guy... Which brings this whole thing to a whole new level, right? So I couldn't remember the guy's name last week when we talked about it. It's Marcus. Marcus is the black guy with the afro. That, that, that He's like the, the, uh, the athlete, okay, that's super strong when it comes to, I believe, baseball bats. Like Melee was his, like his proficient. Um, when you have a character like him, right, and you're playing, and let's say you're playing your single solo game and you're not playing co-op yet, and you've put in like 30 hours in this guy, okay, you might not bring him in to, I might not bring him into Sarge's game because yes, he's OP, but I don't know what type of shit I'm getting into. And if you play with co-op people, you might play differently if you, than if you played by yourself, right? So you're going to take it easy a little bit. And I don't want to take my 40 hour character because if he dies, he's dead. He's dead. Right. He's dead. Okay. So like, yeah, we have to, you have to think about it. Like, okay, I want to bring a new character in because the new character I bring into your game, Sarge. If, if if he gets proficient in something, fantastic, he's getting up. But if I lose him, uh, it's all right. You know what I mean? Like, so I think it's a really cool feature. I want to, I can't though. I, I want to put some footage up on the screen, but I can't. It'll just slow down my fucking computer, so I can't do it. Um, go check it out. Let me go bring up a link to it, and you guys can go watch it. It's a it's a twenty five minute. Don't do it now. All right, don't do it now. You watch this podcast, goddammit. You sit in this podcast and you you sit here and you listen to us. Right? Don't don't you don't you do it. Don't you do it. All right. So this is this is footage uh of IGN's uh footage of 25 minutes after the show, after the stream, go watch this, hit save, look at it later. The graphics look that's phenomenal. PC. That's PC. That, that wasn't that console. PC. That was, that was not console. That was not That's, console. I understand that. I, I understand. They look phenomenal, though, and it's still going to look good. It's going to look better than what it did on State of Decay 1. Okay? Don't you do it, Tweak. Don't you do it. Um, 
I I'm excited for this game because one the they said fa- the fun factor. I see it. The co-op I fun factor, and and here's what I here's what I gotta say. It's on Xbox. It's not on PlayStation. It's an Xbox exclusive, and this is what Xbox needs to do. All right, and you can play with people on PC. So you can have it on PC. You can have it on Xbox. You can play cross platform. Okay. This game is going to be so much fun. I May comes around. Sea of Thieves is going to go from full-time to part-time because State of Decay is going to take up the full-time slot. The, the, the progression that you do in this game, as far as all the proficiencies that you can get, they're adding more, right? Uh, you can scavenger buildings better. You can... Um, there's There's more terrain to go over. There's different types of mobs. Uh, I think it's called a blood bloodlust or something like that. Uh, blood heart is it, is it one of the new things that you have to get? So if you get bit, you're actually slowly dying, right? And you have to find a cure. And the only way you can get a cure is to go into one of the hordes and get the heart from one of the main, you know, like one of the main bosses or whatever. And that's the antidote. Okay. So if you get bit by a bloodlust or blood, uh, bl- a dire blood, whatever, I don't know what it's called. I'm mixing up all my my blood references from like werewolf and vampire movies here um like you're slowly dying and you can infect other people right so you have to like so this shit hits the fan you get bit you're like oh god that's my favorite character what do i have to do to get the oh my god hey guys guys can you can you come into the game and help me because i got bit and my favorite character is dying i don't want my guy to die right right and i need to get this thing let's let's plan something here okay that, that won't go horribly wrong we're all trying to help you right. save your character. I'm bringing my right. character, and now I have to save my character. Right. And and then you're going to have to bring in a high-level character, right? Because you're going to be in the shit. You don't want some some noob running in there. But at the same time, you can bring a noob, and he get good experience as he's as he's beating the shit that, out of people. And that is only if the experience thing works the same way in this game. We don't know. They didn't really explain that. They showed right. gameplay, they really but they didn't, show, they didn't show progression systems. It was interesting because when you watch the video, it shows that the influence is separate for each of the characters. Now they didn't go into it, but if the influence that I'm doing, is that influencing my town in my game? Not explaining it. Or is that influencing your town in your game? Do you know what I mean? I'm assuming it's influencing my town in my game, no matter what game I go into. Well, if who, who talks to the NPCs, the guy whose server it is, or can I talk to the NPC and influence the game? No, you can. You see what I'm saying? No, so okay. They didn't explain that either. they didn't explain it, but I heard in an interview. So if I whatever I do in your game, yes, it's your game. But let's say we come across a, a place I didn't come across in my game, okay? And I find someone over there, one of the NPCs. I believe that NPC is now found in my game, and I can use that new character in my game as well. I think. I don't want to say I'm uh, uh, 100% sure, but... There's so much to do in this game, and the map, they say, is going to be three. There's going to be three maps. They say the map is almost going to be as big, almost as big as what we have in State of Decay 1, okay? So the oh, map's going to be a, map, a, little, yeah. a little smaller, but yet there's going to be three maps. Now, I'm still sticking with it. I don't think the three maps are coming out right away, right? It doesn't make sense to have three maps come out right away. I think what it's going to be is you get the $50 edition or you get the $30 edition and then buy the DLCs. I think for each additional DLC that comes out, which is two, 
you get one map for the main game and you get one map for each of the DLCs. I'm pretty sure that's the way it's going to work, right? I don't know, but I would assume if you're if you're trying to keep fresh content coming that you would have different sections. So by the time you're done with the first one, remember in State of Decay, when you got to the military base and or you were trying to get to open up that military base side, it kind of expanded the map even a little bit more. That's basically what this is, right? So you're going to play the story mode, okay? the main story quest and then it'll bring you up to a certain point and then the DLC will come out and you'll wait for the DLC to come out and when the DLC you'll unlock that new section which will be a new map and then you can go on to that new map I think that's the way it's gonna yeah, work but the, but the exploring of the map was the haunting part like you didn't oh. see a bunch of hordes all the time and then like right. you didn't want to go out at night but you, sometimes you had to and then right, like you had to it, it was like you were scared shitless like you were walking around and you hear like i'm you hear like some growling and shit and you're like you didn't want to alert them because then like they would all rush because right, you window. right you can't sleep it's not like you can go to sleep and pass through the night like you had to use a character during your time right right well also they said that the day and night cycle is longer so like nighttime right. lasts longer and, and we i think all it's, know, I think it's and, like and we all know that it was not good going out at night at all like you didn't want to go out at night I th- I think it's going to be like 20 minutes each or, or 30 minutes each. That's right? crazy. I hated going out at night, man. You're like walking through the, through the houses all like sneaky, right? And you're making noise I, I and you're making that up, noise. I would the, board up every window. I, I would board up every window on purpose because I didn't want them popping in. Right? At least if they yeah. were trying to pop in, they would be banging on the window for a little while before the wood would get knocked off. Right, but like, right. And you knew what you had to do. Wood on the but windows, you couldn't see. Yeah, but you didn't want to be in a house searching without the windows being boarded up because they'd come crashing through. Like, uh, you wouldn't right, know what right. window from Cause, where. Because you're making right, because you're making noise. noise. But then when you're but when you're hammering the wood, you're also making noise, which also lures them there, right? So then you're going through the thing, and then you shine your light, and then you can't see shit until you put your light on. And then when you put your light on, the, the glowing eyes are right there, and you're like, oh my god, you're like right. freaking out, freak out the whole time. There's there's so much good stuff that's going to happen in this game as far as uh, the almost, co-op, man. It almost looks like a Left 4 Dead, doesn't it? Except it's not yeah, it's, well, not, it's not first person. It looks like Left 4 Dead. I, I It looks like Left 4 Dead, but I also want to say it's, I think it's, it's, it's The Walking Dead. That's what it is. It's The Walking Dead. Like, you are in a episode of The Walking Dead. Um, it, super excited about this game. It's going to be so much fun. Um, those of you that have never played, if you get the $50 edition of State of Decay, it comes with the original State of Decay, or State of Decay 2, it comes with State of Decay 1, so you can play that as well. Um, they are going to have hard copies if you still want nostalgia of getting the hard copy. I'm just going to get it digital. Um, there's no, it runs faster anyway. Um, here's the thing that people are worried about. We talked about it a little bit last week, and I, I did my research, and I remembered, I was like, wait a minute, I think the money was the exact same. So everyone's like, well, it's only a $30 game. So does that mean it's a, it's going to be a piece of shit game? Does that mean it's going to be broke? You know, it's going to it's not going to be as good as a triple A title game. And I I just want to remind people that maybe you have amnesia or maybe you have short term memory, but State of Decay One was thirty dollars when it came out originally. Okay, and for what that game gave us for thirty dollars, that's why everyone loved the game. Okay, the price point of the game and the size of the game and the epicness of the RPG type stuff that was in the game. You're like, this is amazing for $30. Now, it was $50, and I believe it was actually only $40. I think it was $50 when you got the two DLCs. They had two DLCs with that, and then they sold it again for a higher price. Okay, but there was two expansions. 
just like there's now. So the standard game is $30, and then the expansions are on top of that, and it goes from $30 to $50, $10 a piece for each of the DLCs. So I don't understand where all this hate's coming from, where they're saying that the game is going to be uh, shittier because it's cheaper, where State of K1 was the exact same price on both on both price points, right? You could buy the $30 version, or later down the road, you bought the, I think it was 45 at the time, um, for for the bigger edition for this uh for the two DLCs. So I'm okay with it. I'm okay with State of the K doing what they're doing. Obviously I'm a fan. I played the first one, loved the first one, and now if they came out with the second one, I probably wouldn't have picked it up right away. I probably would have wait to it to go on sale. But because it's co-op and I can play with anybody on my friends list or anything like that, I'm going to get it day 1 when it comes out just because I know what the game was originally and if it's just the exact same as state of the k1 okay with co-op because that's all i wanted in the first one was just co-op i'm in they could do the they don't have to add anything they could just take state of the k put into state of k with the number two behind it co-op i'd be okay they could literally call it state of the gay co-op and i'd be like state of the gay <laughs> state, state, state state of the gay <laughs> <laughs> but that's 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 what i would that's what i would have done the game is gonna be the game's gonna be fantastic the game's gonna be fantastic all right let me see what other stories we got here talked about court uh fortnite we talked about call of duties talked about state of decay division two right we brought it up a little bit earlier do you think it's too early? And then why? Why do they have to make fucking numbers behind the sequel? Like, obviously, it's a sequel, right? Yeah, but it's a game's a service. It should just be called another expansion pack. Yeah, it should just be called Division and then Title. Yeah, but but the Division lost the Division lost the vision of the game. The vision of the game was a Degradation of society, everything started collapsing, there was a disease, but it wasn't like post-apocalyptic, but it was more like just a a degradation of society, right, into the cities. And so it was just trying to figure out the disease and trying to figure out what's going on, and then along the way, it's a multiplayer type of game. But because they lost that vision because of all that PvP nonsense— and the and the fact that people couldn't get over the fact that I'm shooting you with a submachine gun for ten minutes, super bullet sponges. Right. Like, it, it, for some reason, when you try to ground a game like that in reality, and you're trying to use hit points and stuff, I'm using two thousand rounds of SMG ammo to try to kill you. It doesn't make sense. Right. It's I understand it's a right. fantasy. I understand it's a video game. But when you when you're trying to put these two things together for some people, it just doesn't jive. And the right and the customization of what you can do with your characters, they, they lost their way. They lost their way. And then they had to retool the whole game again. And then they try to release it again. Once again, it's not a complete game. It's not a complete game. It's a games. It's a live service game. It's not a complete game. I didn't get a story in there to try to figure out the basic of the story, and then they continue on with the story. It's the same bullet sponge. Try to connect the dots of the story, but they, it's still. They, it's not. Complete. They had a story, but they were, it was all done. It was all done with recordings and stuff like that for for the lore. Um, 
I'm a little worried here because if they're announcing Division 2 now and Division 1 was out for two years, that means it's only been in development for 18 maybe months three, right now. Maybe. Well, because they no, start... Eight, 18 they, months. They start before the other one is finished. That's... Well, the, no, they the, start the, about the three initial, months after to see what the sales yeah. are. Right? So they, they probably started like June of 2016. Right, it's probably when they started Division Two. They're like, "Oh, we got good sales, Division Two. Let's go get us a, a place, and then we'll still work on Division One." So, best case scenario, they show it at E3, and they're going to tell us that it's coming out 2019, which I say 2020 because it's going to get pushed back. And if it comes out sooner than that, I'm not going to pick it up because there's no way that the game's going to be fledged you know flushed out or anything like that it's still going to be it's 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 going to be a giant jumbled mess uh that bungie was with with destiny one and destiny two and and the division the division was a good game i actually one of the people that actually liked it um i wasn't the hardcore person though there was a lot of deeper issues with the game that the hardcore people figured out in the dark zone for the pvp section but for me as the pve guy i thought the pve was pretty good i thought i got my money's worth out of it i felt i felt a little gypped on the dlc because the dlc didn't come out and when it came out it was more uh it didn't really continue on with the pve stuff right it just kind of added more stuff for the online service type thing and and the dark zone uh when they came out with the survivor of december of 2016 or november i was like man this is this is what the game should have been like if they take what the you're all, always getting cold and you have to find warm gear and then and find food as you're going through the city. I was like, they should take this and put it in the PVE aspect of the game. That would make the game interesting, right? They didn't do that. Um, so that standalone game mode is is awesome. And then the new update is good. But again, it doesn't add on to the story of PVE. It just kind of adds more stuff to it but doesn't give me the story and then just gives me more stuff to do on the online aspect service of it division two i don't know what can they do that's going to be different than division one are they going to open up all of manhattan instead of just the lower or mid side are they going to open up long island uh you know part of it are they opening up new york itself are we going to a different state I mean, I I don't know where where we're at. Is it still going to be the exact same map, and then we slowly open up the map for all of Manhattan, or we finally or, go or into they the go Bronx West Coast. and stuff, or they go to West Coast and make it San Francisco? <clears throat> yeah, I, it could be a completely brand new city and stuff. It, it just seems like certain things. Another thing that potential could have been like you're like, oh, we're going to go to the Bronx, we're going to go to Long Island. Okay, here's here's footage. Again, Never happened. Yes, Never yes, happened. Once again, the the part of the game that's missing to keep you attached to it is the story and the lore of what is going on and what makes you a part of it. If you don't right. have a good anchor of what this game is actually about, what is the story about the game and what is my place? If they don't include that and it's just this Oh, it's it's an open world. Everyone's doing what they want to do. Like, there's no there's no attachment to anything. You're just running around, right. right? You have no attachment. That's the issue, right? And I still say you can't have too many of these games out at the same time. Okay, you can't yeah. have all these games doing the same type of thing. Population levels change. 
People playing different games change. You can't have the same live service game. There's five or six of them at the same time. How, how big can the populations be for the servers that you need them to be? Do you? I don't know, man. Do you think that? Do you think that Division Two stays close to the timeline of what we have in Division One, or do you think it jumps around to to something else? Like maybe it's five years later. Well, or... they're gonna. First of all, they're gonna have to pull whatever they're gonna have to pull out of their ass in order to sell Division Two. I got news for you because. I, for one, I'm not biting any hook of division anything. Yeah, I, I'm honestly. Yeah, I'm not. They, what they don't seem to I'm realize. Not, I'm is not buying. I, 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 still, to see. I still, I still think that developers and the publishers are are butting heads. They believe that they can release whatever, do whatever, fuck it up, and just come out with a sequel, and we're going to forget about everything that they just did, and we're going to buy the game again, like we don't remember what the fuck you just did with the first game. Like well, how you have to remember, there's always going to be new. Was, how broke it was when it was True. released. How they don't patch it on time. How you have no, you 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 don't have a follow through. What is your plan? You don't have a follow through plan. You didn't follow the plan for the six months it was out or the ten months it was out. You all of a sudden say it's fucking broke. We got to go back to the drawing board. We got to fix it from scratch. Well, obviously, if you have to fix it from scratch, the fucking game wasn't done. Okay. So now two and a half years later, you're telling me you're going to work on a sequel. And you expect me to believe two years, two years. Yeah. You expect me to believe that your game is now ready. The game's ready. Right. Right. I, I don't believe that all, for one all, second. I don't believe that for one all, second. All I hear all, all I hear is that that we're done supporting this game and we're moving on to the second game. Right. That's what I hear. And then we and we and you start the whole thing over again. I'm I'm gonna wait. I'm not gonna hit it up when it comes out. Uh I'm gonna use the platform of Twitch to watch other people play it and to see what it is. My question is, how hard up are we as gamers that just the mere mention of a possibility of a game of a kind of game, excited. kind of game coming out, yep. maybe possibly, it's not even there's not one word of definitive in there. It's kind of sort of awesome game. No, it's coming maybe. out. Right? No, no, that's what they said. Kind of yeah, sort of awesome game, maybe. And everyone's like throwing money. Yes. Yeah, yeah throwing money. Yes. Like, and, yep. you, and you and you have no yep. no idea what they're doing at all. None. All, no all I see is the nothing. the name division with a with a with a two behind it, and they're like, "I, I don't Whoa! get it. I don't get it." They're, they they like, lose their shit over it. You don't you don't yeah. show me a product. You don't show me your back it. You don't show me you're invested in the story. All I see is you want an IP. You want a blitz advertisement. You try to get a hype train started, and you try to make as many sales as you can. And then the game releases broke and not patched. Well, so, so what is say- what is the what is the what is the incentive for me to be like excited? For the next game to come out of the same title, when we know you didn't take the time to do it the first time, the that makes yeah, there's that always going to be new. I always call game gamers we're we're like a box of tissues, right? So like we got burned, right, on a game that we didn't like. So they like you grab a tissue and you you blow your nose with that with that 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 consumer, oh, right? And soft, you throw them, you throw them away, right? You throw them away. And that one tissue is not going to like Destiny 2, or I'm sorry, Division 2. Sorry, I got confused. They're all the same, right? And then there's a fresh new tissue right there. And what that next tissue describes is a new consumer that has never played Division 1, right? But maybe just is now getting, because if, it, if it's announced this year and it's not for another two years, 
everyone that's 14 years old is going to be 16 when it comes out. And everyone was 16 that was 18, and so on and so forth. And those people that never played those games might be new to the, the industry or, or new to this series. And then that's why it's like we never even remembered, right? Because the people that are new are going to buy the game, and the people that got burned are going to move on. They're like, I'm done with this game. I'm not going to play it. But here's a tissue. There, there goes 30. Oh, here's a fresh new person to, to, to buy my game. And that and that's what the problem is, it's right? Sad, well, that's not really a sad, problem, man. but... I don't, I, I'm still waiting for someone to show me that the game that they're coming out with, they actually back and they actually care about it. So far, right. so far, the one that kind of, sort of, maybe might, like my vocabulary, kind of, sort of, maybe might, is Sea of Thieves. Kind of, sort of, maybe like... Kind of, sort of, maybe might. See it? Sea of Thieves has not promised anything that they haven't said, right? Anything that's put out there by somebody else, like saying, well, there's going to be this and this, that's all hearsay. That's all from somebody that's imagining stuff that's happening, right? Sea of Thieves has never said something or shown something on screen so far, and it has not put it in the game, okay? Everything they've mentioned in that very first trailer, everything that you see... Let me let you know what I can bring this up. All right, this is this is not a this is not a, a a bad thing to bring up. Let me bring up. Let's see. See, I think I think we're on. all still waiting for the giant. Either it's going to be a giant success or a giant explosion to the face of gamers if this Star Citizen game ever comes out. <laughs> like if this game, if yeah, this game, if, if I'm telling you right now, this this could be like the linchpin of like gaming as a whole. If start the Star Citizen game, if that game comes out and does well after all the bullshit that's leading up to this, right. gamers as a whole will have a a greater faith in what's happening in the industry. But if that game after this much time comes out clusterfuck of just hoarding money for bullshit, right? And, and people are buying ships and whatever else, and it just comes it becomes a clusterfuck. I think the the confidence. The confidence in the industry as a whole will be lowered by such a drastic amount that it will make future games that are even thinking about coming out heavy gamble. That publishers and developers might not even come out. They might decide to not come out with it because they don't even think that we believe in them anymore. Because that's the game right. we're playing now. Where's your this, product? I don't, this I'm kind of sort of maybe going to make something. This logo is the Sea of Thieves logo. And if you look inside that skull right there, that basically was one of the first logos we ever saw of Sea of Thieves. And within that skull, this is what it shows. It shows a ship. It shows that you can customize that ship. All right? It shows that the wood, the wood carvings on the front of the ship can change. There's multiple ships on the, on, the, on, on the sea, meaning it's multiplayer. There's pirates in the front. They all have different shapes and sizes. They all have different hairstyles and different clothes. There's a kraken arms coming out of the water. There's fish and sharks in the water. There's blunderbuss being shot and swords being holded. There's animals flying in the air like seagulls. There's lightning that's striking the boat in a storm. Okay, and the only thing that we haven't seen yet, okay, the only thing we haven't seen yet is that little rowboat. Okay, haven't seen the rowboat. Okay, no mention of the rowboat, no nothing. Haven't seen the kraken, but we know the kraken game okay everything else in this picture is in the game okay their logo is a true statement of what the game is 
They've never hid anything from us. They told you what's out there. For the beta, they only let us do a certain amount of things. I can vouch for the stuff that I've seen that I'm very excited for this game. And that's all I can say. Uh, I'm very, very excited. Like, if I wasn't streaming right now or, or, or playing, I'd be playing Sea of Thieves Alpha right now. Okay? That's what I would be doing. Uh, right. 10 out of 10 advertising. Right? I'm not, I'm not paid for or, or sponsored by Sea of Thieves. I am a true true fan of theirs based on what they've shown me and proven to me as a video game uh, developer and as a, a fan of games and me playing this game. Th- this is what people should do, right? Don't show me a goddamn name with a number behind your name and go, it's going to be epic, right? It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. It's going to have... You're going to have 100 people on the board. Oh, we can't do the 100 people on the board. Uh, it's only it's only going to be 24 people. It's going to have multiple worlds. We couldn't do multiple worlds because we couldn't afford it because we were pumping the game out too fast. So you have four planets. Like, we're going to have... We're going to have... So we put jets, put the plane in the game, and it's just going to be in the load screen, right? Like, there's there's no reason. Division hyped up Division so much what they could do, and then we got it, and it was like, eh. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. A lot of look, Sea of Thieves is not going to be for everyone. No game is for everyone. Okay. There's people, there's 40 million people that play Fortnite. There's still a lot of people that don't play Fortnite because it's not their thing. Right. The, the Sea of Thieves to me re- resonates, resonates with me because it reminds me of an old school game. Right. Like you could just do what you want and, there's no there's story but there's not story there's progression when you want to progress i could do absolutely nothing in the game and still enjoy the game when it comes down to playing video games having fun with friends and the game itself is a major part of it it's like 90 percent of the of what it is right obviously we get upset and our emotions get with us if we die or whatever you get upset about you know, when you get shot, you get angered or disappointed, whatever. That's the emotional train that you go through when you play video games. Um, the the I like this more than like Skull and Bones that's coming out, right? Black Flag, okay, is Skull and Bones. They've taken the pirate uh, aspect of the ship battle of Assassin's Creed. Ubisoft made it exactly its own game, Skull and Bones. That game doesn't excite me because that is for honor on the sea. Okay. For honor on land was a shit fest. Okay. And now they're trying to capitalize on skull and bones pirates on the sea. And that's what it is. It's, it's for honor on the sea. That's what skull and bones is. Sea of thieves is an open world. Create your own adventure. Do what you want. You can go and kill people if you want. You can do absolutely nothing. You can go sit on an island if you want. Whatever. Okay. Sea of Thieves is a community-based game. And then Skull and Bones is a hardcore, go screw yourself. I'm going to kill you. You're going to kill me. I'm a better player than you. My kill-death ratio is better. Uh, uh, Tournament boards, uh, e-tournaments, whatever. That's what that is. There's no e-tournaments happening in Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, there's no progression level where if Sarge plays three minutes and I play 4,000 hours, he comes and plays me. He's on the same level as me. He's not getting carried through. He's not He's not getting pushed through. He's not doing any of that. <clears throat> Skull and Bones is Division Dark Zone with boats. No, no. I'm telling you, Skull and Bones 
is a just like for honor it's going to be one versus one me versus Sarge, my boats against his no, no, boat it's, it's five for, on five it's five on five well I, no no I, I understand that right, i understand right. that but i'm saying every man there's team battles and there's solo play so you could be five people on the board everyone's fighting each other and then there's also just like for honor right for honor there's there's teams and you're going at it you could have went into solo or you could have went in with a squad you know what i mean that's what it is it's it's for honor on the water i want i don't want to say division division is is a lot uh, it, a lot the, different the concept the concept is interesting but think about this when, when you're doing sailing. Oh, I, I am intrigued the, the, by it no no listen the, the sailing boats as opposed to motorized boats right so not only is this a five-on-five five game and the different boats do different things and they showed that in the gameplay i get that but now you have to learn how to play the ship right so in the wind against the wind do i adjust the sails what's my what's my actual right. controls of my boat going to be where i can actually position myself to where the wind and my crew and everything's a factor as opposed to just driving around shooting each other like if it was a tank versus tank battle like is it going to be realistic or not and if it is realistic will people who understand uh, understand the game concept be able to understand where to be at the right time for the boats, right? Because it's all about right. positioning. It's about how many guns I have. Do I have do I have my broadside against this ship and am I in range? Like there's a lot to think about. It's not just driving a boat around and firing. Because if it's if it's driving right. a boat around and firing, right, right. then the wind doesn't matter, the sails don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like it it, it becomes it becomes a non-point. Is it is it a detailed five on five type of boat game? Or is it just five on five, wind doesn't matter? We're just driving around on boats and we're shooting at each other. Like that's that's well, a big deal. You that's can play what, what they sh the the trailer that they show when they showed it. You control five boats on your team. Like you switch from different boats to different boats. No, no, I believe that's what on, it is. No, it's five on five. It's five on five. So that's ten, ten people. people versus five. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, you can't be okay. running around trying to control five different boats. You're out of your mind. You better have some great AI on that game. Uh, I I don't know the way I saw it when they were changing cameras and stuff. I could have sworn they were switching from uh, they, one boat to the other. They were showing you different guys' perspectives of the boats they were controlling. Uh, okay, it wasn't one dude gotcha. controlling all the boats. That's mad. I got gotcha. I still I still think it's going to be more of a for honor feel than it is just with boats. But I'm intrigued by it because I I do love pirates. I do love the pirate thing. Um, another I think this will be the last story that we talk about. Um, I don't know how long we'll talk about it either. So John Favreau, a big fan of his. I like I like his writing style. Uh, liked his directing style as well. He's been named uh, the go-to guy for the Star Wars live action, uh, the live action stuff that's happening. So I, I think it's a good move on, on his part, or on their part, I should say. Uh, let me see if it says anything. Lucasfilm and Disney own Star Wars Studios has long used television to expand the galactic star storytelling. Previous efforts have been animated, including the Star Wars Rebels, which began in 2014 and runs on Disney XD cable. Uh, Thursday, Catherine Kennedy, president of Lucasfilms, noted in a statement that if John Favreau uh, with a has been chosen for the Star Wars universe. Uh, for instance, he has a role as an actor in Solo, a Star Wars story set for the release of May 25th, and provided the voice for Mandalorian Warrior inside the Rebels cartoon uh, Clone Wars series. He's familiar with the audience 
has found a big success as a director. His credits of Walt Disney Studios include Iron Man, The Jungle Book, live-action version of the, the Lion King, which is scheduled to release next year. The live-action Star Wars series, first disclosed by Disney in November, is part of a company's ambitious effort to join Netflix-driven stream uh, streaming boom. Disney will introduce an, a, an ESPN brand streaming service later this year called ESPN Plus that will cost $4.99 a month. Uh, late next year, the company will roll out Disney's brand platform. No pricing or name has been yet been announced. Uh, let's see. Feature movies, Walt Disney Studios, which include Marvel, Pixar, Lucasfilm labels, as well as the original series like Mr. Favreau is in development for. Are you a fan of his? Are you okay with him taking the reins for the for the live action uh, television series that's going to be on their on their streaming service like Netflix? I don't I don't really have a problem with Favreau. I'm, I've watched all the stuff that he's been in and and that he's directed. So uh, he in my eyes, I think he's an up and coming director and he's been doing good work over the years ever since Swingers. And if you, no one's ever saw Swingers, you guys should check it out. Yeah, yeah. He was a writer for that. Yeah. Yep. Him and him and uh, Bond. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I don't like Vince Vaughn. Well, I like Vince, he, that's because I like he typed, he Vince Vaughn's writing himself. style. He typecasted yeah. himself. I like his writing style, but I don't like his acting style. He's right. Vince Vaughn. No matter what role he plays in, he's Vince Vaughn. Right. Right. But uh, John Favreau, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I've liked all the movies he's been in. I like all the parts that he does, even the little parts that he does. Uh, he doesn't always have to be the main actor. Uh, I think he's a really... I watched a movie called Chef. I think it was called Chef. Where he's a, a struggling chef that tries to open up a food truck. Uh, it's actually pretty good. I saw it like a year ago, two years ago. Um, he re- wrote that and directed it and starred in it, and I, I thought it was a really good, uh, really good movie. I I think this is a good move because I think he's more down to earth with the Star Wars franchise than uh, Ryan Johnson, who completely shit all over the Last Jedi. Um, but we'll see what happens with that as 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 it happens. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other. Go ahead. You were going to say something? No, 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 no. I I have too many thoughts running through my head about all the stuff that's happening right now between between the video games and the movies. Is it's it's a little it's a little overwhelming to be honest. You know, I I I'm just hoping I'm hoping that as this year progresses, and I'm not saying I'm waiting for E3. But I'm hoping as this year progresses, the the mindset of the gamer and the developers change a little bit. I, I The road that we are going down is not a good road for the industry. And basically what it's filled with, it's filled with empty promises, quick dollars, and people just wanting a game so badly that they'll try anything before knowing what it is and throwing money into right. the pool. And if that's the way we're going to go, it's going to further degrade the gaming industry. Like, everybody has a game in mind that they're looking for to play. Like, we all do. We all have a game in our mind that's like, I can't wait for such and such to come out. You're waiting for it to come out. You're waiting for any magazine or any trace of it to come out on a media source so you can be excited for something. But I think at this point, the publishers and the developers know that. And so they, they will release whatever game in whatever state or condition, because they know that the market is there and we will throw money at it as if we think it, it's going to be. And we're not, we are not right. doing our, we are not doing our due diligence and ex and expecting the product to be finished. We are, we have now surrendered to the 
the developer and publisher's wishes that a product that is unfinished, unplayable, broken, is still worth our time and money, and then an empty promise of wanting to fix it later is still okay, and we continue. And yeah, we just move that's forward. the biggest. That's that's, that's not the issue. that's not a good way to go down, guys. This is not a good way to go down. All right. <clears throat> so stories that uh, we don't have time to to go into depth. I'm just going to read them off a little bit here. Uh, Monster time. Hunter World is now the is the best selling game. Well, there's a couple of stories here. Uh, is the best selling game in Capcom history. Okay, it sold 7.5 million units worldwide. Capcom has announced making the best selling game in co- in company's history. So there you go, Monster Hunter, 7.5 million, one game. Uh, Fortnite patch 3.2 here with a new mode, better hoverboard racing. Uh, let's see. So it's a five teams of 20 each against each other. Alongside a new mode will be a brand new skin called Burnout. That'll be a round out of this patch addition to Fortnite's most popular mode. Also in the single player uh, or PVE version of the game, they've added a hoverboard into the game which is interesting. Help you get around the board a little bit faster. Uh, PUBG. PUBG will be getting uh, new servers, uh, different types of servers. It says the blog post illustrates the difference between these two, these two test servers when discussing how things will be rolled out. The new smaller island map that is designed to increase the pace of the game that's coming to experimental servers first. The map will offer a higher player density uh, and shorter matches that will, get, that will want to get into your hands early this time around, and we have to use your input to make these things uh, better. It's going to be an 8 by 8 kilometer in size map, so they're making the map smaller, still keeping the people um, full-fledged. Actually, the last thing I want to talk about, we kind of skipped over it in the very beginning when we talked about Fortnite. Okay? I was playing Fortnite, and I came across... On separate occasions, but this one, one, one time really stuck out. I just got done killing somebody, and I ran into, I think it was um, uh, Salty salty Fields or whatever the hell it is called, uh, one of the cities, one of the small areas, and there was a guy just standing there, and this was a, about 10 to 12 minutes into the game, okay? Uh, there was just a player just sitting there, not doing anything, just standing in the middle of the road, and he had his pickaxe out. Okay, he wasn't hitting anything, wasn't doing anything. I slowly AFK. approached him. AFK, come on. No, 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 no. And when I approached him, as soon as I came up behind him, he turned around at me and kind of just like did a, a little quick movement, and then I just executed him. And that was like, well, that's weird. Maybe he was AFK, right? So I continued running, and then I got to the quarry. I got to the quarry, and when I got there, there was one character behind the rock. There was two rocks. Just like I'm doing with my hands, right? There's two rocks, and the character was in between the rocks. He saw me from a mile away. I didn't see him until I was too close. And I was like, oh, right? He didn't try to shoot me between the rocks, didn't try to do anything. I walked around, okay? He took one shot, completely missed. It was like so far, not even close to where I was, right? And I was like, well, that's weird. I came around the corner to fight him, and he just just stared at the rocks. He was just staring at the rocks. And I shot him, okay? And killed him. Now, while I was doing that, his friend came around the corner, hopped once, hopped twice, took a shot at me, got a pretty good shot at me, and then stopped running and just stood there. Okay? And I came around and I shot him. Dead. 
third person came around the other side of the quarry, took a couple of shots at me from the other side. I built ramps really fast and then stopped shooting. It couldn't see me anymore. I came above the, the ramp, shot him dead. I was like, wait a minute. Now, there was a couple of people that were watching me play this. And I said 100%. I said those three were bots because not only, okay, not only it wasn't crazy desync. No, no, it wasn't crazy desync. Not only when I approached them, they were facing where I was, but then they lost sight of me. Okay. And when I came around, I got up real close and then they finally turned around towards me, but didn't fire or anything. They just kind of just like sitting there like I'm a dumbass. Like they were like you could see they were soulless. You know what I'm saying? Like when you play against somebody and you know you're playing against somebody, they'll hop and jump and they'll do all these things and they'll try to stay alive and they'll switch guns and do this. They'll try to build ramps. These guys did absolutely nothing. They must have been either crazy new and all of a sudden they must have dropped the controllers all at the exact same time. Okay. And they forgot to how to fire a gun or whatever, but it was crazy bots. Okay. Bots. Now I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on here for a second. Okay. They have 40 million people playing this game. Okay. The game lags so bad. Okay. When you're in a group with each other that there's a hundred people going in, but I'm going to say that there's not a hundred people going in. Okay. I'm going to say that the servers only have about 40 to 50 real players in the game and the rest are bots. The reason I say this, okay, is sometimes late in the game, okay, some bots make it to the end because it's random where players versus players land against each other, right? And they can take out real players real fast, take out bots even faster. The bot is programmed to know, okay, I, I find whatever, and then I go towards the center of the circle. You'll see them run in a, in a dead straight line. You'll shoot them. They don't ever turn around. They don't ever try to build. They don't try to dodge. They don't do anything. They just, they just continuously run, okay? And you're like, well, that's kind of weird, right? Like, they don't, they don't react. They just do, okay? And then if you get close to them with a firefight, they'll hop a couple times. They'll take a shotgun and shoot and shoot and shoot, okay? But then they forget to turn, or they forget to do something, and you can see, they're like, well, that's weird. And the reason I think they do this is because their servers are getting so bogged down because of everything that's happening, right? There's just too many people playing the game. So they have multiple servers, and they have less people per server. By the time the first ring is done, 70% of the 100 people are dead, right? Before the first ring is done, okay? Which means mathematically the last 25 people or 30 people are probably going to be all players okay which makes it more exciting because it gets down faster it makes the game faster they move in closer there's more stuff to to explore and they're constantly pushing you in right and then you get the players where as a player if i make top 25 all the time i feel like i'm well i'm good Right? I'm good. I make the top 25 all the time. I make it to the last four teams all the time. If I'm playing single player, I make it to the top five to top three all the time. Right? How is it that everybody that I watch gets to the top five or top 10 for majority of times? Yes, people die. I die quick and stuff. I think I've died maybe in the 90s a handful of times because I, I try something stupid. But for the most part, I can make it to the top 10, top five pretty much all the time. Okay? I'm not, 
the best player in the world. Okay. I think, and this is just me saying this, this is, I have no proof besides of what I've seen. Okay. But I think Epic is doing something to intrigue us to go, well, I'm, I'm good. I'm 10. I can, it makes me want to play the game more, right? Because I was so close to number one. I was so close. I beat 70 other people. I was in the top 20. I was in the top 15 because I don't care. Right. In my head, I'm like, I'm that good. And everyone thinks they're that good. Okay. So I'm putting this out there because what's the difference? Because Call of Duty, Activision, they put out a patent a couple months ago. They got approved for where if you're in a game and you see someone using a, a certain gun and he's just tearing ass, you can go buy that gun instantaneously. Right. And then it said in that patent that they would take you and put you in a game with other people that do not have that gun. So you would shoot. Okay, people and murder those people and you would feel like a god. You would feel like you are dominating over other people because the gun is doing it, not you as a person. Okay, and then those people would see you kill them with that gun and then they would want that gun too to make sales, right? So in this form, they're not trying to make a sale with a weapon, but what they're trying to do is make you addicted to the game because you feel like you're doing great and get you more to get closer to number one. And anyone has a possibility of making number one, right? Because let's just say all the players die, okay? And there's only a couple of players left. You can die to a bot, okay? But I've seen it so many times, these top-tier players or even low-tier players. It's one-on-one with someone else. And that one-on-one confrontation, that other person looks like they're completely lost or they've lost their program because it wasn't supposed to make it that far, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Like... It's just very, very strange. And like I said, this is me putting my tinfoil hat on. But I I think there's something fishy going on with bots in that game. I'm not talking about aim bots. I'm not talking about any other bots. I'm talking about seriously just bots in the game filling up positions. Because it's just very strange on how they take their shots, how they kill people, how they don't move, how they don't build, how they don't run in in a zigzag or anything. They literally just run in a straight line. When they get shot, they continue running in a straight line. Or if they get shot, they just stop. And they just stand there. And it's like, what is happening? I watched I watch, uh, The Myth, right? There was a clip on one of the, on, the, on the YouTube channels. He's fighting somebody. Some guy takes a shotgun, shoots him, misses him. He then starts running away from him. He's charging him. Myth doesn't take a shot. The guy's going, pa 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 And Myth's like the fuck is going on wasn't even firing at him he was firing everywhere but him okay and then he just took him out and he's like but like (laughs) it's just very it's just very strange it's very strange what's going on maybe they've bitten off more they can more than they can chew the servers can't handle it it's not optimized properly to handle that many people it's just got to be the way it is okay well do you find that dirty i find that dirty well, I, I find that bad I don't, business. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's dirty. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna cover it up for as long as they can until someone outs them, like you have. And when they have, when someone if, has proof, if, when someone has proof, it's gonna do well, something. Let's let's just say it. Let's just say it's true. Does that make um, this is to the this is to the chat? Does that make you not want to play the game? I mean, it doesn't make me want to not play the game. Well, it's not a hundred people. I just feel now, like. Not 100 people playing, then is it? Right. It's. I. I just feel like it's a lie, and I feel like it's just a bad business model to do that. Like you're deceiving. You're being deceive. You know, uh, deceitful. You know what I mean? 
I, I honestly don't think a lot of people would care. But at the same time, I, I think it's a, it does an service and a disservice to what they're trying to do with the game because I'm being lied to that there's 100 people in the game. I'm being lied to that I'm fighting against another person that's actually playing the game and I'm fighting a bot because your, your servers are shit or, or whatever's happening. I don't know. Maybe well, it's just well, me. Well, remember, remember, the game's not out yet. Game's not out yet. Right. Can't right. really complain. And even if you wanted to play, you can't complain about it because you can't prove it. Right. Right. I can't. I can almost prove it, but I'm not going to. Like, I just feel like it's just weird. And I know I'm I'm the outlier when it comes to this. Right. Because is it ruining my experience? A little bit. A little bit. Because when I when I'm a player and I feel like I want to get better and I'm charging somebody to push them to see if I'm better than that person. And then that person stops running or doesn't shoot me or doesn't do something. You get, you get the participation award. Right. It's the there, participation trophy you your, award. You got your participation trophy, bro. You don't like that? Which then lies to me, which then lies to me thinking I'm a better player. And then when I actually go against somebody that's got some skill, I get destroyed. Right? Or... You know, do you know what I mean? It's just like night and day. Don't worry if you get destroyed, bro. We're going to just put you in another match where there's more bots. You'll feel better about yourself. Right. I'll feel better about myself. Hmm? Ex exactly. I don't know. I just feel like that. that is something maybe that— the better you, Maybe the better it, you get, the less bots you have. I just want to put it out there because I've talked about this with Lono quite a bit after the show on, 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 on Monday nights because I play the game. I'm just like, something feels off, and we talk about it back and forth— and I'm putting it out there because I do think there's something strange about it. And I want to put it out there because I want people to know how I feel about it. And if it comes out down the road and someone makes a video of it and it's actually proven true, I don't look like I'm crazy. Okay. But if it doesn't be if it doesn't, if no one ever does anything about it, I just go on being myself and I keep it in my, in my head and no one knows any different. Okay. But I know, I know from playing games since I was three years old and playing NPCs, right? And then playing real people, this seems like NPCs and it seems really weird. Now, they do a pretty damn good job of covering it up as far as, because they do move decently well, but you can tell that it's an NPC. So on that, that's where I'll end the show. Episode 120 in the can. Uh, if you'd like to watch us live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, Generation X Gaming weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Don't go anywhere. We will be live. I'm going to end this, and then we're going to continue uh, streaming, and we're going to be playing some Battlefield 1. If you'd like to play with us and you're on Xbox, you're more than welcome to join us in the squad. Uh, until next time, we'll see you. Don't for Oh, I'm sorry. Don't forget to follow Sarge, Sarge McCluskey. Don't forget to follow 30 and Still Gaming. Don't forget to follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Uh, if you have any news stories throughout the week, hit a direct message to me. Uh, it goes into my feed. Some of the stories that we talked about today were submitted by Santos, DFD Santos. Uh, thank you very much for the stories. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. This episode will go on YouTube by, by Sunday, Monday. So if you want to watch it live, please show up at 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursday nights. Appreciate you guys' time. You guys have a good one. Take care, guys. See you next week. There are two players and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. 
combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. Okay. This is Generation X.